it is officially time for the Brown Sugar Spot Podcast with your girl, Melanin Rose, giving you all the tea, shade, and ocean vibes for your melanin soul. I'm super fucking excited for you guys to join me on this amazing ride with a few special guests along the way. So if you are looking for something that speaks to your inner sophisticated ratchet, this is the spot for you. Don't forget to tell a cutie to tell a cutie to catch this wave. They won't be disappointed. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at T-H-A-B-R-O-W-N-S-U-G-A spot. I'll see you guys sooner than later. Let's take this journey. Hey, y'all. Y'all already know what time it is. It is time for the Brown Sugar Spot. If you are not familiar with who we are, we are, according to Chilling With Juice Podcast, the number one up-and-coming podcast in Dallas, Texas. And I'm here, baby. So follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Brown Sugar Spot, T-H-A. B-R-O-W-N-S-U-G-A spot. Tell a cutie to tell a cutie to catch this wave. So last week, if you guys joined us, you do realize that I had the fellas on here, my melanin fellas as I call them, talking a whole bunch of shit. But yeah, talking some real man. some real stuff about um what black men expect from black women. So I uh, wanted to kind of piggyback on that because it was a bunch of shit talking and I wanted to get my ladies on here so we could kind of like say what we expect from black men, the things that you guys aren't doing, the things that we love about you and the things that we need more of. So I have an amazing panel of five ladies that I just feel like would be, you know, perfect for the topic. So I'm going to give, let them introduce themselves and they can tell you guys more about them, about their relationship status, and then we'll get into it. So who wants to go first? I'll go first and plug, do all my plugs. <laughs> this is Miss C with the topics. Um, I am one of the main hosts for for lovers only underscore T-A-N-P on Instagram, which is the sex relationship portion of This Ain't No Podcast on Instagram. You can find me on Instagram at Miss T with the topics. All right. Who we got next? I'll go. I'm Shan from She Gets a Podcast, Cozy Room Podcast for who are parenting to this uh, chaos or whatever you call it. And um, I'm one of two, uh, three for uh, So What Page We On Bid, which is like a, a book club with me and two other friends. And I just like creating, so I'm always having to create something. Um, and I'm just out here, you know, sharing information, sharing what's sitting in my brain because I'm the HR issue. I'm the person that's in the office that's known by first and last name by HR and have to be checked on every day just to see if I'm either tottering but they know that I'm here to do this work and I'm here to leave but I'm not one to hold my mouth for an elderly and I'm not one to hold my mouth for a child so that is who I am my relationship status is my vibrator can be plugged in and it has a USB Hey. I, didn't even, I didn't even say my relationship status. Mine would be single and confused, or I don't know what the partner is with Groupon and Adam and Eve on deck. I dig that. 
right. All right. I'll go. Um, of course, this is Kenya, a.k.a. Dinah. Hey, Dinah, <laughs> former, girl. Former co-host of the Brown Sugar Spot. Um, I don't really have no plugs, so, so clearly I'm not with the Brown Sugar Spot anymore. But make sure you, you just subscribe. here to talk shit. <laughs> yes, I'm just here to talk shit. Make, sure, make sure you subscribe to the Apple Podcast and the Spotify. Ooh, come on, come on, plug. <laughs> come on, plug. And um, my relationship status is I'm engaged. Newly engaged. Yes, hey. newly hey. engaged. Congrats. Thank you. Congrats. <laughs> yes. So our last two guests. Yep. I'm Deanne. Um, we've been together 19 years. And I don't have any plugs other than my at Cosmo Girl D because I work at a dermatology office <laughs> and work on skin, lasers, chemical peels, all kinds of stuff. Um, and this is Rakaya. I'm single. <laughs> um, That's right. Ready to mingle? Yes. Yes. The only plug I have is uh, Curls X Kaya. I just created a natural hair page. Um, so I kind of wanted to start on that because I don't see many people with my textures. So, yeah. Mm. That's dope. All right. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Rakaya, at the end, I'm a, you're going to have to go ahead and talk more about, about that so we can plug it in, okay? Yeah. Send, okay? Send her your hashtag so she can plug it when she pushed the episode up. Right. Oh, yeah. um, so, like I said, it is a show. Uh, tonight's show is basically about the ladies. Fun fact about this show is Deanne is actually a Caucasian. Yeah. So, I want love to get it. into that. I do. I love it a lot. I want to get into it um, because as she said, she's been with her husband who was actually on the show last week for 19 years. So um, I kind of want to get her her aspect of loving a black man and what she expected um, from that. So from, from black men, period, because she is a white girl who dates black men. So just her perspective on what she expected, because it might be the same thing that we expect. Um, also, uh, like I said, uh, Shan, her, she gets a podcast, actually spoke about this topic, which is why I wanted her on the show. Because, uh, of course, you have to go to the source. You, you can't have a show that piggybacked off something else and not bring in the, you know, the person who created it. Give your just dues, uh, Nicki Minaj, Lil' Kim. Shade, but I mean, I'm just saying. So, uh, so ladies, what is it that we expect from Black men? Like, first, I'm going to go, because I'm going to do it a little bit backwards than I did it with them. First okay. date. What do you expect on a first date from a Black man? Mm. This is where I bottom out, because I don't date. <laughs> you dated before. I, well, I don't date. This is what I do. I meet, I observe, I befriend, and then I initiate that conversation if you want to do more. Okay. But I never just meet somebody and be like, let's go out, let's have drinks, because I'm not like that. I don't like people. Mm -hmm. You got to get I don't like people. So, and the thing about observing a man is better because you get to see him at his full honesty because he doesn't have to prove anything to you. He doesn't know that you're noticing Watching. him. Right. And you can see 
the caliber of women that he goes for and what he says about them. Because right. if you're trying to engage, you're going to be next. And sir, if you're talking about her like that, skirt, skirt, I'm good. Right. <laughs> right. So right, that's right. why I do it like that. Okay. You know what I think? I think honestly that certain black men don't have a type. Like I, I, I think they have a type in their hold on, head hold on, that hold they on. go after. Hold on, before you get to wait a minute, before you get to that, because that's that's that is gonna be a topic. Tell me what you look for in a black man when you're dating him. The first thing that you look for, are you what you're expecting? Hmm. I would me personally I'm a type that loves someone who's honest about and upfront about their status like a meeting someone like you know how people go into things and then a month later they starting to dig somebody and they find out oh, he got a baby mother or he lived with somebody yeah, or he got a crazy ex like I'm just like tell me up front don't don't let me get two three months in and be like oh yeah I forgot to tell you I don't like people that lie about things one thing I, I always tell people male or guys is don't lie to me that's the worst thing you could do is lie to me like that's 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 my number one rule it's to the point where if you lie to me i'm straight ghosting you won't hear from me and i've done that to somebody who actually used to live by one of my cousin's girlfriends at the time and i told him who or showed him her and they worked together when i ghosted him he went to her not even knowing this chick talk about uh have you talked to tia don't look for me we we had a conversation and the conversation you you wasn't honest so don't expect me to just pop back up or you to look go around looking for me yeah. because you weren't honest don't don't mm-hmm. do that all right kk what you got um i'd have to say that um i look at when i'm dating a guy what i look at is how he treats his how he treats his family um and that includes his kids if he has kids um, and I say that just because, um, it kind of tells me how he goes about how he is with his emotions and his feelings. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it can be the complete opposite. He can treat his family great. He can treat his family amazing. And then he can treat you like shit. But a lot of the times what I find is with some guys, how they treat their family, if they, they treat them pretty good, they put them first. A lot of the time, majority of the time, they're going to tend to put you first when that time comes so okay Deanne it's hard for me to say because I've been with CJ since I was 16 Mm. so um well I met him when I was 16 whatever like (laughs) anyway he's over here making faces (laughs) he's supposed to leave um Nah, he but, ain't got to leave. You didn't leave. But doing all that talking no, over last you, you week. Right. Shut up, CJ. You right. You right. Okay. <laughs> so, okay, I had gotten out of a bad relationship right before I met him. Okay. So, my standards were really, really high of what I expected. Now, I told him I'm not looking for anybody. I don't want anybody. I just want a friend. That's all I want. So, I think for me, um, if I'm looking at it, then. And looking at it now, if I was to have to date, which thank God I don't, no offense, but it's just it's stressful. It's, I hear my friends boys. talk about it. I hear, you know, it's stressful because um, there's so many factors that you would have to look at nowadays. Do they have kids? Do they have, you know, exes? All those other things, you know, with the age that we are. But respect, um, friendship, can you make me laugh? Can we have just a good, easygoing time? 
It's not about what can you do for me? Open my door, you know, do things like that. Like, I don't want to put so much pressure on um, someone to do, do, do for me when I feel strongly as 50, 50, you know? Okay. Rakaya, you got something to add to that? Um, I guess like at my age, I'm younger. So I definitely want someone who can carry a conversation. Um, I feel like my generation is very more concerned of showing off what they have instead of showing off what's like in their mind and in their heart. So definitely someone who can like have those conversations that may be like hard to talk about, but can definitely share their own opinion on something. Okay. So out of everything that you guys said, I got, you don't want a liar. You want them to be honest. Um, You look for how they treat their family. You look for friendships. Is there anything, or in Shan with mental mental connections, is there anything that, because everybody is in, everybody kind of is in a relationship, well, not kind of is in a relationship, everybody is in a relationship or talking to somebody other than Shan. Um, she's talking about so, vibrator. She's speaking with the vibrator. <laughs> hey, he's talking loud as fuck, right? Oh, it's rechargeable. Um, yes. do you guys think that from stories that you hear, is there anything negative that stands out to you more so about black men? It's to me, it's a lot of scorn black men. Because the men that I seem mm. to have dated, the last three men that I actually had feelings for had all had bad past relationships. And they were all scorned and worried about the outcome of our situation versus how their last situation ended. And that's kind of what I don't like is because the ones who are most scorned are the ones that pursue you the hardest, who charm you. And then when you get to the position months down the line of catching feelings, it's like, oh, well, you know, the last situation, I don't know if I want to move forward. I do like you, but but I don't know if this will work because of how the last situation worked, as if they don't have the heart to let go of their past baggage mm-hmm. to see what can happen. That's what I don't like. Okay. I don't think um, men take a break for them. I think it's like, I break up with this girl, I need another one. I need another one. I need another one. When, when really, men need to learn to be by themselves. Because a lot of men don't even know what they're looking for. They just want a mm-hmm. physical body of a woman and feels like, because they I'm just want to keep your bed warm. Yeah, because I'm And I hate when they this. move too fast. When they move too fast. Like, like when, you're sir, talking to them, when you're talking to them and it's like two weeks later, can we be in a relationship? Can I connect with you first a little bit? Because it takes me longer than two weeks. I think yeah. it's the younger generation that does that like the guy one of my friends now that me and him talk me and him have been friends since we were 12 and he's in the midst of finalizing his divorce and we were friends before his wife we were friends before his first fiance he was engaged prior to him getting married to the second person and me and him were talking about the after part of his marriage now since it's ending. And he said to me, 
um, I was telling him I was in therapy. He was like, I damn sure. He's like, I damn sure. And he's like, I'm in therapy. He's like, but I'm not in therapy for nobody else but myself because I don't want to take all the issues that I had in my marriage to the next situation that I end up going to. And to me, knowing him since I was 12 years old, that showed me growth. Yeah. Of course, but, but you would, like, but you'd be surprised if some older men that are like that too. <laughs> you'd be surprised that that don't want to get the help or don't no, want to move who move fast, and you're like, okay, pump pump your brakes. <laughs> like well, I would I would say it's not always men because I have female friends, girlfriends yeah. that's been divorced twice, and out of their their divorces, they were went in straight to another relationship. And some of them worked, some of them didn't. So I wouldn't say it's just geared to men because women do that too. I know a few women that were already in relationships during their separation. Oh, yeah, me too. Okay, so hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait a minute. Deanne, tell me what you're thinking. (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking about about last week how we were talking the same question, you know, the men talking about the women. I think it all goes back to your childhood it goes way 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 back it goes mm-hmm. to the relationships you've been brought up around yeah and that all kind of develops who you are as an adult and how you interact with people in relationships so I feel like more people need to work on themselves and get therapy and do some self-care and self-reflection um, because we're, we've all had issues in our past we mm-hmm. can make it look as pretty as we want to but just because, you know, both my parents were in my household doesn't mean that they were supportive of me, True. you know, and I can still be damaged from that. So um, I think that if we, if we dumb it down and go all the way back to our childhood and work through our pile that way first, mm-hmm. then we're able to work through the relationships that don't work so that we can move on and learn and grow. And you're right, you can say older men, you know, may show growth or, or, or may move fast. There's two sides of that. One of them, they don't want to work on themselves. They just want to jump to the next thing and think, oh, sure. this isn't going to get in the way. But every time, what's the common denominator? It's the mm-hmm. same thing that circles back around. So I just feel like everybody just needs to work on themselves and, and, and reflection of what they were brought up around, too. Don't okay. carry your baggage from relationship from relationship to relationship, mm-hmm. which Rikai, is hard. You, yeah, you, Rikai, you yeah. said that you it were is. younger. So, how old are you, may I ask? Uh, I'm 20, I turned 21 in two weeks. Girl, oh, child, <laughs> hold on, wait a minute, flag on a plate, yeah, baby. <laughs> so, baby. I really, she's a very really, mature baby. <laughs> I really want to know from your age range when you are like guys black guys your age are completely different because i i can't it's a lot that be going on child i I have a 21 year old i have a 21 year old brother and a 27 year old my 21 year old brother hold on to you i please explain this to me i have she got a a brother and she well she got her two brothers i have a 21 year old son so explains and i hear the conversations that i done told him his girlfriend inappropriate I done been, I done been there, left your ass alone. You got me fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's correct. That's correct. My 27 like, year old so brother's like crazy. It's, Cause it's, think about what we were doing at 21. Like, like, first of all, I wasn't trying to be no girlfriend at 21. For, for, exactly. them, for their age, the roles are reversed. Cause the girls that Torrey deal with be bringing this nigga food, be buying him shoes, buying him bottles. 
But mm. that's the way since Torrey was spoiled by me and my mom, mm. he's used to women doing for him. My twenty-one-year-old, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm glad you said that because I'm gonna get listen, on that. My twenty-one-year-old brother will treat, opens doors, pulls out umbrellas, mm. puts wait, puts you in the car, picks your seat out. He, he the way he was raised with a two-parent household with my dad and my stepmom is totally different in Torrey. You got my twenty brother, two, year, twenty-one-year-old brother will treat on, you dude. like a queen. Wait a minute. It's two questions that I'm going to get on you about that I'm going to pose directly to you because it's something that you just said that stands out to me a lot. Rakaya, please answer this question because <laughs> I'm still trying to get how to answer the question. So, like, how, how is it date? Like, when you're looking for a man, a black man at 21, well, first of all, hold on, pause. Do you no. date black men? Well, I don't date. <laughs> you don't date at all? Yeah. 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 I mean, she's not I'm like, at the, date. Like she's not at the saying, dating like, age. I personally have but, never been on a date, but I've talked to, like, black guys. And, of course, other guys of other races, but, I mean. you never been out on a date? No. Really? Oh, pumpkin. We got to get her. I'm not, not saying that that's something that you need to be doing, but I'm, just, I'm yeah. like, this is, this is really about to be an yeah. interesting conversation because number one, you've never been out on a date and you're 20, you're 20 years old. So that's like amazing to me. Number one, I, number two. I was the same way. My first date was with Nala's dad and I was 19 going on 20. Bitch, but you 39 now. We not talking about you. <laughs> it, but the, what I'm saying is, it's still the same. Niggas it's not the no. It's not the same because how we was dating then, all of us are over 30. So how we was dating then ain't how they date now. Rakaya might want a nigga to send her a text and be like, "Hey, show me what that pussy look like." You're not gonna no, see no. that. But see, that's the problem. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's, that. I was the same way. That's why I'm asking the question to Rakaya, because I want her to answer the question. <laughs> her specifically, period. Rakaya, answer this for me. <laughs> I need to know, like, everybody, everybody ain't into everything. Like I said, not, not saying that that's the type of stuff that you're interested in, but that shit might be okay for you. You can't date me through no text message. That shit not okay with me. But I do know people that it's okay with. You can send me a text and be like, hey, meet me here. And I'll be like, oh, okay. And the only time we talk is mm -hmm. face to face. So that's why I'm asking, what exactly is it? Like, how is, but you not dating. So, I, I mean. She can't, yeah, saying. she can't really you answer. can't really answer my question. question. 10 years ago, well, I'm 30, I'm 33. So, excuse me. Yeah, 13 years ago, I didn't want to be nobody's girlfriend. My life was completely different. So when I was looking for black men, of course, I mean, I've like I said last week, I've had me a white guy, but I mean, I wasn't bringing him home to nobody. But um, the black guys that I looked at because of where I lived was you had to have something going on. To date me, you just had to have something going on. You couldn't be. I was real bougie. <laughs> you couldn't be a bum. She. You can't be no That should be anybody qualification. No so, <laughs> but now, like you said, so this is getting back to Tia. See, you said something very, very interesting because of how you and your mama treated Torrey. He expects these women to treat him like this. 
So you don't think that do do we feel like we as black women contribute to the downfall of black men? Yeah, because I tell my mother, I'm the only one that 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 disciplined Torrey. Like I tell her all the time, he still calls me for money here and there, and I tell her all the time with a lot of when me and her get in arguments, it's a lot of stuff, and I'm like that. I damn near raised him. You weren't there. You didn't get home at eleven o'clock. I was fourteen year old raising a five year old. Like. And, and like I said, I see how he treats certain women. Like he buys them stuff, but when he wasn't working, he, the stuff that he was buying, my mother was buying building beds for bitches. But mm. with Miles, my brother who grew up in a two-parent household with my dad and his mom, his my stepmom, their perfect life. Miles opened doors on his prom day. It rained. He holds umbrellas. He pulls out chairs. Men are supposed to do that's not, So, do you think it was accolades? Do you that? think it was more of like how he saw his dad treat his mother? Well, no, because my brother had men yeah. figures in the household. I had a mm-hmm. stepdad that lived with us. Okay, who you know did stuff too. He, granted, he wasn't the best. He was alcoholic, but he he told to show Torrey how to be a man. But still, with how we treated one, Torrey was athlete. My brother was ranked number one in PG County for one of the best basketball players in all the PG County. Come on, County. PG County. He had, hey, a, he had, a, lot of, he had a lot of light shining on him where everybody, yes. like, it's niggas my age that know my brother from basketball. Mm. So okay. with him having that light on him and him never having to work because he always focused on basketball, he was spoiled. But like I said, even my, my brother Miles is spoiled too. Had a car. He had, my, had a car in high school. He went to one of the best fucking schools. He lived in PG County, but went to a Virginia school, which was predominantly white. So he had more better opportunities. But being in the school and the people he was around, he's totally different from my brother. Like, Miles His environment was different. His he's, environment. An engineer, he's an engineer major at Morgan State. My brother, my 27 year old brother, dropped out of college oh. at the prime of his career at basketball. Okay, so, um, all right, so that goes back to the support. Um, let me let me say this. Let me let me ask this question and get this out the way first. Dn, what made you decide to start dating black guys, or when did you decide that that was you know this is what I'm doing, this is where we at, and this is who Honestly, I want to ride with? There was it just it just happened. I wasn't raised either way. Okay. Um, it was, oh, I'm attracted to him. It, that's all it was. Mm-hmm. Now, growing up, I was what they would call a tomboy. I played sports and basketball was my sport. So being predominantly a black sport, I mean, you're, you know, I played with black women or black girls mm-hmm. and they were just my friends. I didn't see them either way. Right. So it was just what I was attracted to. It wasn't, it wasn't like I wasn't attracted to something else. I was just more attracted to black men. I mean, and I really can't say why, honestly. Okay. Um, okay. Because um, that's why I said all of these questions will piggyback into other questions. So I really don't have to write shit down <laughs> because all of the, the questions actually write themselves. So um, the negative connotations that come with black men do we feel like we're equipped to deal with them or do we feel like we're tired of having to deal with them because i can say for me i'm and of course me me and my husband have been married for six years but we've been together 11 years the type of man 
honestly, I don't. I didn't even see myself being with him. Um, Why? You know, there, because we were completely different. We were totally different people. My life in DC and my life in Texas is two completely different lifestyles. <laughs> but like I, I, feel, I feel like God was like, let me slow you down a little bit, mm-hmm. which is why I came back here. Because I know for sure if I was still living in DC, my yeah, I'd be super single because the the cal and would be fine with being single because the caliber of man that I was dating in DC had the fast lifestyle that I had. So it was that's what I'm saying when I when I asked um Rakaya about uh how she's dating in DC. You could call me and be like, Hey, we meeting for happy hour, just show up. And I'm like, Oh, okay, I'm getting off work because that's the type of style that it is in mm-hmm. Texas. No, I need you to call me. Like, I'm not about to be because it's nothing really to do here. The atmosphere is different. So mm-hmm. you're not gonna call me and tell me to meet you at Fridays and I'm be like, oh, okay, I'm about to pull up. The fuck? No. Question. <laughs> do you think do you think Houston is similar to DC? Like I think. Mm-hmm. I don't I can't say that because the only time that I'm really there is like when I'm there is when you're there but I do I will say this is what I tell everybody if you are looking to settle down come to Dallas if you are looking mm-hmm. to be free go to <laughs> she said no <laughs> oh so, I'm, I'm I'm purchasing in Houston my daughter about to graduate two years so I don't I don't know would I date anybody in Houston for me no I wouldn't I that's just me but um I feel like I feel like men in Houston are like I don't know they they are what you see on TV. It's like I, real. I've never met they like anybody to get in around. Houston, but I met somebody in Dallas. <laughs> yeah, it's like they living a life for the camera. They okay. I'll mm-hmm. say men men in Houston do the shit that women in Dallas do. Everything is social media. So I couldn't date you. That's your whole like we thirty, nigga. Like unless, uh, no, I can't date you. <laughs> Mr. Marcus ain't want to date. He wanted to fuck. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and, that, and that's all right. And that's all right. Remember, Mr. Marcus? When every when you told him, he's like, my friend said he looked like Mr. Marcus. He's like, and I can fuck like him too. Yeah, because like, they nasty as fuck. And and you cannot talk. You cannot talk to people like that. You can't. If you was down there. The, but that, but the, ain't that DC though? But ain't that DC though? I don't know. Not the people that I was talking to in DC. I don't know. You, cannot, you don't remember that? Dude, no, I do. But that's what I'm saying. I'm not about to date you. Yeah, first that's about, like, um, about, yeah. He, he did look like Mr. Marcus, though. I'm not, I'm not about to play. date you because it seemed like I'm going to have to find out who Mr. Marcus is. If oh, you want to meet Mr. Marcus, go to Houston and go I to don't address on Friday. <laughs> what was you about to say, Shane? When I lived in New York for like six years, I was single on purpose because New York that's is so big. And men there feel like, okay, if you say no, I'm going down the next block and I'm going to hit up three more women. It's kind of like, okay, if you have that mentality, I'm going to keep to myself because I just, I just can't, I can't go into something knowing that it's temporary without connection and you just here for bam, bam, bam. So what I would do is just check in with an ex in Atlanta from time to time and he would just fly me out 
I'll get a okay. session. Come on, hey, I'll come back. Come and on. I'll go to work. And that's, that's, that's what on, I did Mel. for six years. Because <laughs> my thing is, like, I'm not doing nothing that I'm not comfortable with. And I, I don't like dealing mm. with people energy-wise if I don't know you. Right. So, yeah, you definitely I think it's like that here. I stopped. I haven't dated anybody. I went out with somebody recently here. But before that, it's been like two years since I dealt with anybody in D.C. The other person that I talked to lives in, lives in Houston. He's from here, but he lives in Houston. So I literally have not went out with anybody until recently that lives yeah. here. I'd rather be by myself and keep my toys. And then now, like, in Atlanta, I'm dealing... This, this is an issue. I don't know if it's, like, a wave, but a lot of the men here is kind of like, you meet for the first time on the street, you exchange numbers, you talk, and then you get this text. I really want to see you. I'm just, all right, cool. We could probably set something up another day. He was like, no, I'm trying to see you right now. I said, well, I'm home. So that's not, it, a bit, like, I don't you know, know it you. can't happen. <laughs> so I was just trying to pull up though. Nigga, I don't know you. But you know what you my thing call? is, I said, I they want everywhere. <laughs> they want yeah, to do that. They want to do that if women didn't allow it. Because men only do what women allow. Yeah. Yeah. So I said the fact that I'm a gun owner and I like to buy them often, you're not pulling up at my house and I have kids. So I had like a back and forth with one guy. He was like, he was like, I'm not trying to hurt you and I want to do anything to your kids. I said, I know because you're not coming to my house. I don't know you. And it was done, it was done from there. Like it was blocked because you have to have boundaries with people and with relationships and our issues and our pros and cons, it's because somebody else allowed people to. So every time someone comes to you, you have to untrain them and train them for you. And mm. that's what the issue is. And I'd be exhausted. I'm just like, listen, I got two kids, <laughs> not three. Did you tell them, like, I would have just been like, honestly, because I tell people off the break, like, my daughter's 15 years old. I have only had one person ever in her whole 15 years of life stay at my apartment, and that's somebody I have been friends with since I was 12 years old. That's a male. Only male person ever stayed in this apartment when she was here. Right. With situations like that, I always let men know off the top. I don't feel comfortable with men at my house, so if my child is not here, you're welcome, but if my child is here, you will not be mm -hmm. coming to my house. Right. I think if you had just said, I don't feel comfortable with that, so we're going to have to do a rain check and left it at that, that would have just been that. I said it two times and he tried me. That nigga. So yeah, he would have got blocked. So, if, he, if, he, if he tried to get, he would have got blocked. It's like they so, like Shan said, women, this is why I'm I asked, this is why I asked <laughs> that question about do we feel like black women allow a lot of shit? Because I asked the fellas this last mm -hmm. week talking about just girls on social media and stuff like that. Like, it's one thing to be sexy on social media. It's another thing to be an Instagram whore. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So question. the stuff, what? What's the question? Did they give you an age range for these females? No, nah, because all of them was over 30. So, but a lot of the older serve over thirty still be dealing with the younger ones that well, the people are in that there I like twenty five, no, 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 The people that I, the guys <laughs> that I, the melanin fellas I deal with that I decided to put on my show had since. So no. So everybody they dated <laughs> was their age. Uh yeah, like 
was uh not not any younger first of all you know juice ain't date nobody child he act like he just gonna be single forever i ain't got time for that like juice is like the male version of me he's that without, without the kids I always tell them I'm getting married at 75 like Tina Turner. Yeah, I, said, I'm smoke. I told her I was going to smoke a wrong whole with line of crack. She, she said she told me if I get married or say or call and say I'm getting married, she's going to do crack. Just I'm so going to do, do crack. Well, not crack. I'm going to smoke a line you of crack. Said I'm a, crack. Not, you said yeah, crack. I'm not going to be. You said I'm crack. I'm not going to be losing. Crack is losing, whack. Losing <laughs> she said No. I might, I, I I might be 33. Y'all. She said, but if I, you call me and say she get married, I'm doing crack at the wedding. It's That's not crack. It's, it's going to be crack. coke, though. It's going to be I'm coke. I'm going to not know you. <laughs> it's going to be coke. It's just going to be a quick line of coke. A quick line of coke. It's real quick. This is gonna Bitch, be real I quick. might do coke if I get married again. I I have visions of being that nasty old lady on the porch hitting on young men. Edibles. You sure you not gonna be this after, after your kids gone banging up? I am pro edible. Order in the place with booty shorts and a half shirt like Miss Parker. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was just about to say that. Hey Miss Parker. Hey Miss Parker. Why, why all the young men run run past that house? Cause that lady is nasty. Hiding them cats in there. And they want that nasty. Coochie in there. That's what she doing. Bacon pie. Niggas like old niggas like old women they that can't get pregnant. Baby, they like that old pussy. Golden girls pussy. That old pussy do tricks. That old pussy do tricks since 1950. And do whatever they like. She want me to do bend over. But what I was saying was like the the us as women, because this is what I this is what I think and this is what I have. When it comes to certain things, men get a lot of how they act from us. That's from if you have a son, that's from if you got a brother, however he's treated, however we interact with him, good, bad, or indifferent, mm-hmm. it, it says something about how he gets older. Now, will he disrespect a Black women? Not so much. But a lot of that, a lot of the disrespect comes from my personal opinion from his mom. First, if your mama, and I've noticed this, if your mom is always number one, running niggas in and out, number two, always in your face, hollering, talking to you crazy, da 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 da, she always mad, this and the third, then your perception of black women is, oh, they got attitude. Are oh they doing this? Are oh they doing that? They're not loving. They're not supported because uh, last week, if you guys listened to the show last week, the biggest thing was we don't support. We're not supported. And of course, I I, I go that. back and forth about that because I'm like, what don't we support? We support, you know, and this is a bit extreme. We support the other, the the bullshit. Some of us support the bullshit with you cheating and you got a whole nother family. Some of us support the drug addiction. I'm just going to save him. Some of us support the other baby mamas and all of that shit. We support a lot. We, we give support you when you have kids. That's yeah. not hard. 
that <laughs> that ain't ours. We support when oh baby, I just if you if you give me this or it's it's this much money here, then we can start this and we can do this and da 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 da. And how many times? How many times does that get repetitive, repetitive, repetitive? Till you're just like fuck. I'm just tired. I'm tired. I'm tired of dealing with the shit. I'm tired of going back and forth with you about the shit, and then we're labeled unsupported. Well, well, that's the thing. I think I think men who label black women as unsupported have met that woman that probably went over and beyond for so long with men that she got to him, and now she's tired and exhausted. So now he's like, black women are unsupportive. No, look at my record. Look how much I've poured into men and came up with nothing. Had to start from scratch. So it's kind of like, how many times will you do the same thing and then meet another person and continue the same thing? No, you go to switch something up. You go to filter and you go to figure out like, okay, let me look at my deposits. And deposits can be emotional, mental, physical, financial. And let me see what he's giving back to me because it has to be a give and take thing. And that's with black women, Asian women, white women. It doesn't really matter, but I think we all together and pour in certain habits. And just like a child, men need limitations and men need boundaries and men need to learn to love women within those boundaries. And it's just that, do you have a man that's willing to do that? Okay. Yeah, you also, I feel like you also have to find that man that realizes that your relationship isn't 50-50, it's 100-100. And they have to know when to go the full mile for you, as well as I'm going the full mile for you. You can't make it seem like I'm being unsupportive yeah. all the time if I'm doing a lot in this relationship for you. You have to meet me where you have to basically meet me at my destination if you can't meet me at my destination then move on move along so <laughs> when you go when you say that that we're unsupportive because um that is where well i only date white girls come in i date white girls because they are this i date white girls because they're they they're this they don't argue. They don't fuss. They don't fight. Oh, they black, do. black, black. Yeah, no, 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 no. Because I'm, I'm, I'm about to ask you. I'm, I'm about to ask you how you feel about that. So they don't fight. They ain't all in a in a nigga business. They not all in my face when I do this. That I they do this. Da 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 da. da. So Deanne, go ahead and expand on that. <laughs> I don't feel like that is a justified statement all around. Mm -hmm. CJ has told me that I wasn't supportive of him many a times. Right. Um, and, but the difference is, is we try to talk through it and not plead our case, but like prove to me or show me or talk to me or let me see your side of things. Um, what was the other things that you said? <laughs> um, you can y'all don't fight. Y'all don't <laughs> fight. Y'all don't be that. in the business. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We do just like anybody. It's not. I don't think that that becomes a black white thing. I think that for for if it is black men saying, oh that's why I date white women. That's only to get under your skin as a black woman. Mm -hmm. That has no. That has no concrete to stand on, in my opinion. I'm, hold on. Let me, let me give you a disclaimer here. It, it it I'm gonna raise my hand. It don't get under my skin. That shit don't bother yeah. me. I'm yeah. very well, confident in me being a black woman. 
Right. But I'm saying like people they try to use that yeah. as like a little, you know, let me see mm-hmm. if this gets under her skin. Mm-hmm. That's not fair. That's not fair at all. Right. Because I'm gonna give CJ just as much shit as the next woman if she mm-hmm. I, it doesn't matter what color she's she is. You know, I, play, I'm, y'all. I'm I'm very strong uh willed. I'm very hard headed. I'm very this is my way, this is how we're gonna do it. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that that's a black-white thing. I kind of think that's a um, leadership role of a woman or a mother. Mm-hmm. And we kind of take that on just naturally without intention of, you know, um, affecting his masculinity. You know, right. I don't want to make you feel less of a man. I'm just, I'm going to jump in and get it done kind get of done, person. Yeah. Mm, okay. Okay. So, so that, that, gives, that takes me to my next question. Because you spoke specifically about masculinity. The fellas said that we make them feel less, yeah, emasculate them, make them feel less of a man when we take charge to handle it for them. So my question to the the crew is, huh? What you say? That's something we're used to to doing when they say stuff like that. It takes me back to the Willie theory. Yeah. Of how they, you know, as slaves were beat and raped in front of us. And then at times, you know, their recovery, we had to handle stuff on our own. Me being <laughs> in a single, my mom always was in a relationship. To me, that was a single parent household because she wasn't with my dad. And my mom, majority for me, and I got to the age where I had my daughter and I had bills before I, right before I moved out for the first time, the first thing she said to me, why don't you find a man so you can, so you can move out or he can pay the bills or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. And it pissed me off. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't, I didn't like the comment she made as if a man would make my life better than what it was. And a man would be the answer to my problems to, to taking care of me and my child. I didn't like that. I've worked two jobs, 13 years of my daughter's life. She's 15. And I've dated men during that time. Some have been around her, some haven't. And out of all of those situations, I never asked those men to do anything for me unless they did it on their own or off. Okay. So I don't try to emasculate people. I'm doing what I need to do to survive because one, I don't know if this is going to last because we're not married. So regardless if you're here or not, I still got to do what's good for me and my child. Right, right. At the end of the day. Um, That's why I said, I think that we take on, it's just been like that from the beginning of time. It's generational. That that never is going to change. I I know for me, I made it a, a... very much duty of mine to teach my son how to take care of himself. I'm not raising somebody else's headache. I'm not raising mm-hmm. another. First of all, I'm not raising another nigga. Period. I come. I become very <laughs> defensive, and anybody who knows me knows that. Don't ever in your life speak about not mine, not mine that I birthed out <laughs> my coochie hole. If you call him a nigga, I'm probably gonna punch you in your mouth. I put people right. at my house. I don't play that shit. Not when it comes to my son. Now we, you know, we talk back and forth and it might be a very hypocritical thing. We talk back and forth about certain things and you be like, yeah, that nigga did this or da 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 da. But when you're speaking to my son, I have a problem with black women calling their sons niggas, period. I feel like you're already putting a label on him that America already sees. 
he can be the smartest person. President Obama has been called a nigga plenty of times. You know what I'm saying? We buried um, uh, John Lewis today, and he's been called a nigga plenty of times. You know what I'm saying? So you're not going to put that type of energy on my son, not mine. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck what's going on. Number one. Number two, my nephew, and this is the first time I had ever seen it. My nephew, his mom was still washing his clothes at 21. Where they do that at? She's washing his clothes. She's buying, you know, she's buying him cars and she's doing all of this yeah. shit for him where he can't take her for itself. I said, so you're caught, you're, you're producing, well, I guess not producing now because he's grown, but you have produced another headache for another woman. You, you've put another black man in the world for him to either be a statistic or be a suspect or be a headache for somebody else. I think that men, women like her and my mom do that stuff because they scared if they don't, they're going to end up going in the streets. And Torrey has been to jail before for something that had nothing to do with him. Mm-hmm. And I think parents like that who do spoil their son think that if they cut that off, they're going to go to the streets. And see, I feel a completely different way. I feel like you spoil him because he's ultimately your man. Like that, like my mom had a man, and she still do dumb shit. Was still paying to raise phone bill and car insurance. That's your mom. That's not everybody else. We got we have friends like that who have sons who take who have took care of a man after a man after a man. Now you have a son, and that's your man. You Mm -hmm. take care of him like he's your man. Your man man of the house. The man man of the house. Yeah, you calling him king and shit like that. We not about to do that. Like yeah. I, I just don't. I, I don't agree with it. I don't want somebody's problem as a, as a woman. I don't want to take on somebody else's problem. Like I just, yeah. I can't. Um, I've been told, and this is from my past exes, that um, I don't let them. Uh, help me or I don't let them uh, do X, Y, and Z and I'm not submissive. Mm. Sir, I've been working since I've been 16, three jobs at a time, going to college full time, working overnight. I got two kids. I have been like the parent, I want to say 90% of the time since April nonstop. You can't come into my life when I've been doing it all and expect me to repeat my needs to you in order for you to do one of them. Mm-hmm. I'm someone where I'm going to speak once, especially if you're an adult, and I'm going to only speak once. When you don't do it the first time, I'm not begging you to do it. I'm going to do it. So when I, when I take initiative and I do for myself, they take it as I don't trust them. I won't let them. Um, I don't allow or um, I'm too stubborn. It's not that. It's that I got shit to do. I don't waste time. And if you can't do it when I ask or when you offer and I tell you and you can't remember because people only remember what they care about. And if you don't care to do it, I'm not repeating it to you. I'm going to do it myself. So the only way I will step back from that is a man that shows me in actions. That's why I am very resistant of titles. I'm too old to be somebody's girlfriend. I'm 33. I'm not your girlfriend. 
I'm either the woman in your life and that's just what we're going to be. I'm going to be single until I'm married. So if you have an issue with being with me and me not taking a label, then that's on you. But I'm not taking no label because that label, it stunts your relationship. You, I, I'm not living with a man if I'm not married to him. I'm not washing your clothes if I'm not married to you. I'm not I washing might your clothes cook for you married. every once in a while, but I'm not doing that. You gonna get that when we married, but you can come see how I live and I can see how you live. But respectfully, those boundaries are there for a reason. You don't want to be 20 years into a relationship being somebody's girlfriend and he's 41 and you in your 40s. No. Right. I'm not right. doing it. See, okay. I had I had someone tell me that they that I messed up our relationship because I cut it off because I was rushing him. Granted, we were dating for like two years and he was like, you know, I was getting there and if you had just gave me some time, I would have did this after the fact. I'm like, how much time did you want? We was two years in, my nigga. Like, yeah. the fuck else time did I need? I asked you what you wanted. You said you didn't know. If that wasn't what you wanted, I said, okay, that's fine. You could okay, do bye you, bye I do me. And, <laughs> and you didn't believe me. After his birthday, we had a whole vacation. I came back. I said, what do you want to do? He said he didn't know. And I cut that shit off. Phone number got changed. Everybody got blocked. He ain't talking to me to seven months later. Tia, 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 Tia loves them and leaves them. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> and then you know the the only reason I seen him is seven months later I went to I went to New York for New Year's and we were in the middle of fucking Madison Square Garden like a fucking romantic comedy and he's staring in my fucking face. <laughs> Come on, God, God be having the best jokes. No, yeah, this is real life. God, no, life. but but no, you're geek. You missed the whole thing. Yes, God, God, yes. Yeah, oh, you said she thing. said God. I didn't hear the God. God. Yeah. <laughs> it was a joke because I literally I left Debbie. I said, "Watch my stay in my space so I can get some pizza." I walked to the light. He looks at me. I looked at him. I did like this. The light turned, and I walked with the. You know how you see in a movie when people walk fast and shit in New York. He's chasing yeah. me through the crowd and fucking in the middle of Madison. Oh, y'all was in the y'all was in the movie. Oh, yeah, he, he followed me in a pizza place. Like, so you just want act like you don't know me, like we didn't talk for two years. What oh the fuck do you want God. me to say? Right, Wait, move on with your life. <laughs> um, how yeah. do we feel about uh, because y'all, we are an hour in, we've been having a good conversation. How do we feel about I'm gonna do two more questions and then because I know everybody is late where everybody is. Um, how do we feel about the support? What is what? No, no, no. Before I get to that, what is an absolute no go, no fly zone, zero tolerance, nigga? You canceled for you guys with black men. What? What? What is the ultimate no fly zone for you guys? Dishonesty and um, not not doing Just your lying. work. Lying. Yeah. And when I, when I say doing your work, meaning we all got cons, but I don't want to be the revelation to your motherfucking cons. I need you to know what your cons are before you meet me, because I've been doing my work. I don't need you to come to me and be like, you know what? I do struggle with this. Um, or don't even admit that you struggle with it. And it's very obvious and working through that. I need you to be already working through that because I just, I just don't have... 
the time or the energy to pour into the work you need to do that you're not doing for yourself. And that's how I support you. I support men who grind and support themselves. Like yeah. if you working on something that you're passionate about, it ain't nothing for me to help you get that resource to help you along your passion. But if you're not doing the work and you're just talking about it, I ain't got nothing for you. Be ambitious. Ambi- Be it. ambitious. <laughs> Cause the lazy nigga is not not where it's at. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so then, Kaya, what y'all thinking? Uh, I don't like anyone who's like, well, my generation, like flashy, like they be trying to show off for other yes. people. Yes. Um, I feel like if you want to like move in silent, that's good. I don't like like flashy and all that. It's not, it's not impressive to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, what is the sexiest thing about a black man to you guys? Can he cook? Can he cook? Can he cook? I don't trust men that could cook. Cause the, don't you? I know men that could say they cook, but they can't really cook. And that's, that's because you are a chef. I like a handyman. I like when he know how to fix shit. So that shit is sexy to me. Like I like uh, a <laughs> ambitious and does, <laughs> and does stuff without asking. Like a guy that I dated, one of them would come over here and I wouldn't have to ask him to take out the trash. He would just see it. It needed to be taken out and he'd take it out. Shit like that. A man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Not all of them. Have any of y'all ever read uh, Five lang- uh, Love Languages? Yeah. Or Language of Love? Yeah, I got no, the like, Black Love Sign book. I, that's the only one I get. Well, <laughs> mine's Acts of Service. So if you Yours can do something for Acts of Service, Dan. You I know, sound like military, like military. No, I mean like, like you said, handyman. If you right. fix mm-hmm. something that I didn't have to tell you, or if you take out the trash, or if you wash the dishes, or if you, you know, or if you picked up the kids and took them somewhere, or remembered their appointment, or something like that, that I didn't have to worry about on my book. Mm-hmm. That right there speaks yeah. volumes to me. You don't have to bring me flowers. You don't have to bring me all that. You do stuff like that to alleviate the stress stress off of me. Mm-hmm. And my eyes have little hearts and sparkles. I mean, it's Ooh, just, like that's song. what it does. <laughs> See, I have. I have See, a friend like that, like that now. This is the one I grew up with. I actually lost my virginity to him, and he's back okay. around. Ooh, <laughs> so he's back around, and like my car, I was taking it to a shop tomorrow. My um, one of my new truck because it needed some electrical work or check my fuses, and he was asking how much was it, and he was, and I told him he's like, nah, I'm taking it to Ann. I'm like, what? He's like, don't worry about it. I'm like, he's like, do you have the money to pay for it? I'm like. I need to know how much it is. He's like, don't worry about it. And I like that, but he's always been like that since I, we've grown up. Like, whenever he would say, come out, me and my best friend would never have to pay That's for shit. So and this that's is, because, because this is his mom. boyfriend. She don't want to tell him. Clearly. That's her man. No, baby, that's her man friend. Like the- <laughs> no, we, but that's the thing. We were, we've were we been friends since we 12. Me and his cousin are good friends. Like, I So y'all going to get married. We already know First of all, his divorce is just about to be final. Okay, so he, <laughs> that means he can get married. What the fuck? <laughs> weren't we, hold on. Weren't we just talking about how a man jumped from one thing to the next? Yeah. But see, okay, and that's now, I, I will don't say want. this. That's why she asked she's this. like, what is it? I'm like, nothing, because I want That's why I asked her offline. I asked her, like, what is it? I, the reason that I think, not, not saying, like, right off the bat, they're going to be together. Fuck no. Um, 
because of their dynamic and their relationship it yeah. works yeah, because they've been friends for so long so if yeah, you do decide yeah. to do something else you already know what you're getting you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah. that's what i'm saying my yeah, i know and i told him like we've service. been friends I mean, but we've never service. dated me and him have never we're we're he's about to be 40 next year he'd be 39 be and, girlfriend and boyfriend I ain't got and he, me and him have never dated like we always partied together and it would be me and his brothers and his cousins like and our best friends that we grew up in the neighborhood together like i told him the other day i said you know me you have never been on a date so when y'all going on a date tomorrow i ain't got time for this shit when his divorce is final that's what she's talking about <laughs> that's About your relationship, okay? <laughs> it, we're, we're not in a relationship. Well, we're, you're okay. Not about your relationship. Wait a minute, my love, my he, 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 knows, he knows everything. Tired. He knows about Houston and everything. He's in a friendship. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> um, I'm glad y'all said that. I think the sexiest thing about a black man to me is his mind mm, because yeah. it's so much that goes on. In a man, I don't know, not for me. The sexiest thing in his I was joking, I was thinking about Dallas. <laughs> oh, I um, I kind of oh, <laughs> ding ding. Um, because I was like, what? I got it. Anyway, uh, I kind of feel like shout out to Hungo. Go ahead, Hungo. Shout out to my friend. I love him. Fine, um, I'm gonna do it. The gray sweatpants on. Um, don't talk about that. His mind, his mind takes him to so many Three levels that <laughs> his life can't take him to, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Because you can open a door for him and he'll get so many doors closed. But it's something about a black man, because uh, it, it is kind of like a two sided thing. He always got a hustle, it's always a hustle. But his mind is always going. So it's always money somewhere. I think that's the sexiest thing about a man to me, a black man to me. Because that's what I used to about, like about so, black ass. They're so <laughs> underappreciated. But it's like if they get the support that they say that we don't get, they go 10 times harder. Yeah, mm-hmm. it keeps them moving. Yeah. So it's, it's nothing to give the support to the right one. The this right one. Not, you can't be giving. Give me your support. Come on, uh, thing. Sure. <laughs> hey, Cloud. Um, you can't give your support to everybody because it just sucks yeah. so much life out of you. It's so, like I said, we've been doing it as black women from the beginning time. Like slavery. You know what I'm saying? You throwing yourself in front of mm-hmm. whoever and you taking the brunt of the beating. You know, you 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 feeding the kids, you you keeping everybody together. Mm-hmm. You know, again, that bullshit that Kanye said the last last week about Harriet Tubman, bitch, a lot of your motherfucking ancestors wouldn't have been free without Harriet Tubman. She didn't have to do that shit for nobody. You know what I'm saying? A lot of a lot of parents, just think about single moms who are taking care of sons who got to be the mom and the dad. You know what I'm saying? 
and it's it's so much that goes into it but you're you keep feeding and towing you keep feeding and towing that like i said that's why i get so angry about moms and their sons like we keep them here don't get me wrong you keep them you keep them so close but then you keep them too close where you don't let them thrive and then in their minds it's like oh well shit because i i do i I will say i'm i was tired of hearing what my mama said or this ain't what my mama do or da 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 ain't your motherfucking mama (laughs) you know so it's just it's just to me, I feel like the black a black man is the strongest thing that God created other than us. So they, they talk about us being their ribs, but shit, we're their backbone. So mm-hmm. we need the same amount of support that they give us. I mean, that we give them. Like, main example, and I said this last week, the front line of the protest. It's more women out there protesting than anything. You know, you see, you see black men, but they had a, a, um, a cover on the, um, a cover on the, um, New Yorker and it was a black woman standing with her son. And the only thing that people could say about the fucking portrait, somebody had painted it was, well, where's the black man at? Why? I mean, I, I can understand your question, but why? This is what we're doing. We are the moving forward. There are communities like, I think it's in Detroit where it's like an all black community um, leadership of men and women that clean up, that check on the elderly, that, you know, buy food, that patrol and protect their own community. And even the lady who is a nurse where she got um, neighbors that have shotguns terrorizing her and she has like that long list of what they've been doing to her and she lived by herself or her kid it's been black men out there rotation in chairs mm-hmm. um and then they do crew after crew after crew protecting her house and i'm just like damn i wish we had more of that yeah like no woman should have her own house with her children living in fear of her neighbors her goddamn neighbors now, you gotta think that's the climate we're living in right now. This shit's fucked up. Right. Like, it's not, you wouldn't expect us to be at this point in time, but it's like we're here to the point where I ain't even gonna lie. I was riding through, um, when I went to the pool the other day, I went down to Southwest Waterfront, which is a gentrified part of DC, probably 80% white. Mm-hmm. And when I blast my music, I had my windows down and my roof back. And when I pulled up in Capitol Hill, I turned my radio down. Mm-hmm. And I've never done that before. As you should, bro. If you come through my neighborhood with that music blasting, <laughs> this is not that type of neighborhood. The but, the, the thing, but the thing is, that's me and that's been my, I've been comfortable to do that for so many years, living where I live through PG County and DC. But now with how things are with the climate, I did that because I don't know if Karen right here, when I pull up, will start some shit. Right. Yeah. Right. Which is fucked up. But that's where we're at. Do you think that we should, regardless of if we're lacking, okay, regardless of if we're lacking whatever we feel is support, do you think that we still need to continue to pour in to our men, to our black men? 
Yes, because we see that we're willing to push through the um, the past of like blame and push forward in a better way, then they're not going to try for us. And there's going to be more pushback. I have five brothers and some of them are like determined. I don't like dating black women because they're loud, they're um, aggressive, they're this. And some of their kids' mothers are white, Dominican, Asian. Um, and I don't care. You know, I don't care about that because that's their experience. Maybe they haven't had the experience to date a black woman that is not that, but that's their experience and they can only be as ignorant as their experience. And then I have brothers who are married to black women and a brother who was married twice and got divorced twice and I have a brother that's not dating no one. So to me, because my family is mostly Jamaican, my my family looks like the world globe so i can never be right i can never i can never say this person is better than this person because it doesn't matter it's your personality it's your character and i respect everybody in that way is how you treat the people that you say you're loving so when they say things like that, like that doesn't matter if you love them and they love you in the right way and they treat my nieces and nephews correct, I'm all for it. So with that being said, it's kind of like you have to support each other, whether you're white, green, purple, pink, black, brown, whatever. But at the same time, you have to be willing to respect each other's culture and be the difference. Because if people don't see the differences, they're gonna judge it from the outside and not understand that it's not all black people. It's not all white people. It's not all Asian people. Cultures are so intertwined now that saying a whole race acts one way is, is stupid because it holds no weight. Everybody is living next to everybody now. And with this TV and social media, you can catch someone that's Indian acting black as fuck. You can go to Jamaica right now and see a white man talk better patois than I would. Right. So it's diverse. You can, it's not just one thing. Okay. Deanne, are you, since you are in an interracial relationship, or I don't want to say relationship because y'all are real married. So let me stop saying that. Um, an interracial marriage. Are you guys having these conversations or do you shy, kind of shy away from them? Oh, no, we have conversations very open, very, very much so um, from all angles and all sides. So we can have a family discussion, you know, because our, our boys are starting to date. So it's like, I don't care what color she is, as long as she treats you right. You know, and I hate when people say, I don't see color, I don't see color, because you have to, you can't not see that people are different. But I want to make sure that they treat you right. I want to make sure that, you know, um, that they have a good upbringing, you know, so that, because to me, that's what it all reverts back to is the childhood. How were they brought up? Who, who, who raised them? How did they raise them? Because I feel like that's what keeps the cycle going. And very rarely can you break the cycle on your own. And I really feel like a lot more people should do therapy, you know, to break those cycles and those um, generational curses, if you will. I agree. Um, but yeah, we have these conversations. We get into deep conversations about this. Um, 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you were sitting there last week when I said uh, my spew about interracial relationships. I don't give a damn about who you dating. Um, it doesn't really matter to me. My thing comes in, and I'll say this, and this is a little bit off topic, but I'm going to um, wrap it up with something because it's actually about to be 11 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um, my thing is where the disrespect comes. Prop- this is my problem with Black men right now. When it comes to you dating in an interracial relationship and you allow the opposite culture to be disrespectful to black women, that's what that's where my problem comes in. Mm-hmm. And it will get for me and anybody who knows me knows I will go off the fucking rail on your ass if <laughs> your whatever different outside of black white disrespect me. You're not for first of all, you're not gonna sit with your with your partner and disrespect black women not in front of me now if we're not your preference then that's fine but for you to see main example these celebrities these black men who are dating white women or spanish women or whatever different type of race women and you have something to say about black women i.e the kim kardashians of the well not kim but the the kardashians of the world that feel like because you look like us or want to look like us or whatever the case is you have the right to disrespect us and for your black husband to sit there and think that that shit is okay i have a problem with that i don't have a problem with y'all well i I do have a problem with y'all as a couple but it's like what makes it okay like because if i say something about your wife and call her all types of i.e karens and beckys and shit then you got a problem with me like I don't, I just don't, I don't. But this, this is my thing. If if he CJ has never disrespected a woman like that in front of me, and I would never let him, regardless of what color or creed or whatnot, we're all women. It doesn't matter what color we are. And if you know, I hear you call a girl out of her name or say something bad, I'm gonna say something. Yeah. So, but everybody's not like me, and everybody and, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but I feel like. Um, that just become i mean i would th- that's another thing that would make you look at the men differently mm-hmm. like if you're that's just gonna sit there man. and disrespect w- basically your mom who brought you in this world Thank you. you know then how are you gonna treat the next anyway you know what i mean no 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 i i completely understand that and that's what that's basically what we're talking about because like i said i'm nosy as hell not that I'm one of those black women because I do, I despise, I will say that, and that's strong. I hate a black woman who wants to have an opinion about somebody else's interracial relationship, but you talk to black men like they shit. So, well, you ain't good enough to do this, and da 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 and I don't need you for this, and this, that, and a third, or you run through them. It ain't a lot of them. Shit, we got the shrimp <laughs> with, with everybody. <laughs> So, you know, for for it to be that case, I'm not one of those like, oh, well, you got your white girl, da 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 I just want to know why. Just like, what happened? Do you, I mean, if that's who you're attracted to, you might have been brought up in a community, like uh, CJ said last week, you might be brought up in a community where you don't see nothing but white people. Mm-hmm. So that's who you date. You know, it's and nothing. I, and that's kind of prominent, like my brother, um, he when he was in college he dated like nothing but hispanics and white but he was in abilene so that's 
majority of what it was. So, I mean, there was a sprinkle of black women, <laughs> but it wasn't, it wasn't that many, but in high school, he dated, he dated all black girls. And I mean, my family would be like, oh, we never seen him date a black girl. And I'm like, he's dated plenty of black girls. They was fucking idiots. <laughs> but he dated them. <laughs> and I'm like, cause now he dates a black woman. And so they're just, they're, they're like all in shock. Like he's never been with black women or been around black women. Like he didn't live with two black women. <laughs> and it was yeah. shocking to me. But I think when you get around a certain, like you were saying earlier, when you get around a certain environment, like for him, he was in a town that's predominantly white, predominantly Hispanic. So that's what, that's what he chose. That's what he, I mean, for me though, it was a preference because his dad is married to a white woman. He has two, he has two white stepsisters. So he's been around it. He's been around that blended family like that. So for him, it's nothing. And I think sometimes people kind of take it overboard and they take it too far. Yeah. And um, I like the fact that you said, I want to know why they date. A lot of black people see an interracial couple being like, oh, he must hate his mother or he, or she must hate this. And my thing is like, why does it have to be hate? Why can it be they, they love each other, they support each other and that's why they're together. So when, when black men usually say, and I hear this a lot in different podcasts, you know, black women hate to see us with a white girl or this girl or whatever. I'm just like, black black woman because I don't care. I don't care who you fucking, I don't care who you love it, I don't care who makes you happy, and I don't get bothered when I see it. What I do hope for when I see that is a hope that she's as engulfed in his culture as he is in hers. And I hope that her parents Mm -hmm. don't treat him like shit and their kids like shit. And I hope, you know, his parents don't because my brother dealt with that, with being married to an Asian woman where her parents would call my nieces and nephews nigger babies or call my brother a nigger in the house before they bought their house. And I'm just like, Nate, I said, you got to move out of there because the girls don't need to hear that. You don't need to hear that. And your wife don't need to be around that. And to me, that needs to be talked about from his wife's perspective and his because that's a culture shift. So a lot of Asian communities, they have an idea of what Black people are from the outside until they're in the culture. And he married his wife because she grew up to see that not all Black people are what you think, but her parents aren't. So she has no relationship with her parents, but she has a great relationship with my mom. And my brother and her has a great relationship and they have four kids together. So my thing is like, are you willing to put aside what the outside thinks in order to pour into each other and then pour into your kids in a loving way because your kids don't need that hate coming from both sides in a house where they have two parents with different cultures. And that that's more so my concern than why is he with her and not me? Mm-hmm. Because who's to say? Who cares? You're not the with re- him. The reason I and like I said, the reason that I asked why and I I, I asked CJ last week like, is there anything that's off limits? Because I don't want to offend anybody. I, the reason that I ask is because of where I am in my space right now. And like you said, I, I will say, I'm like, 
the disrespect is what makes me ask, do you hate your mom? Mm-hmm. Like, is there something, like I, like I said before, your mom is your first love. That's the yeah. first interaction that you have with love. So what exactly was missing out of your relationship? Now, if you don't like, like I said, if you don't like us, you don't like us, whatever. Because it, it's, it's black guys who don't date light-skinned black girls. Whatever. You know, so I can, it, that's just your preference. But I also want to know, like, what is it about this person? Now, like you said, your biggest concern is that everybody is treated right. I, I, I'm like, yeah, yeah, that goes back to my equally yoked com- comment that I made. You always, you, you have either the man dating down or the woman dating down. You know what I'm saying? So it's like nobody is on the same, you don't find a lot that's on the same playing field. And then it becomes, or you got, you got the white girl who want to be black so bad. Like. That is so annoying. I get so annoyed by that. It's like, I'm girl. Sorry. I, I no, mean, you, no, no, you're fine. I get, that just, just be yourself. Don't try to be something. I just, I don't know. It just boggles my mind. I've never been one to be like that. Yeah. You know, and and I don't know. I just that that is something that really does bother me because I am the nerdiest white girl listening to hard rock, country music, rap, I mean I, everything. You know, so I, I just I don't know. That that bothers me personally. Yeah, be I yourself. Mean, and we're not we're we as black first of all, black women come in every different color, shade, size. Every we, like we got the snooty black girls that yeah, I was white. gonna say we we, the, the we got Oreos, the Oreo cookies, black one outside, yeah. outside. It's like you get you get a lot. So you cannot tell me when you're telling me when the only thing that you can explain to me is why you don't date black women is because oh y'all got attitude. Bitch, maybe you Let did CJ something. tell it. I have the biggest attitude of oh, yes, <laughs> CJ did tell it. CJ CJ told it last week. He said the yeah, chat is I mean, so key. I mean, <laughs> my kids, I mean, I hope I don't traumatize them too much because I'm so, you know, I'm, I'm very aggressive with raising them because, like, we go back. I want to raise men that are functional in society. Yeah. I don't want to raise somebody else's headache. Right. And just like I tell their teachers, they know damn well I didn't raise them like that if they're acting up or whatever, you know, so... It, I don't know. Yeah. No. I, don't, I, just, I got so much to say and there's no time. <laughs> no, real quick though, uh, going back to your why, I saw on Twitter like a couple weeks ago, somebody actually asked like, why do black men date, you know, ask, like why do they have so much hurt, like hostility towards black women? And I saw someone say that it's basically because they see other races as a prize to have specifically white women Mm. and so when I saw that it was interesting interesting to like read and stuff because they were saying basically like when you let other women outside of the black race like disrespect black women it's because they don't want to lose that prize because it makes them equal to the white man you're done that's tough like equals to the white man Okay. Yeah, that yeah. that could be dissected so deep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we don't even have enough. No, you know whoever that was, right. they should have responded. Who <laughs> hurt you? Exactly. Who, who hurt you, baby? Yeah. Who 
hurt you, baby. Who hurt you? Because your feelings got hurt by a black woman. But this is the thing. Like, I can't deeply explain why he wants, you know, why we fell in love. I can't explain that because I wasn't looking for it when I found it. And we were friends first. And I you think that. You want to tell you something? You want huh? me to tell you, tell you something about that? What? You're not going to be able to explain it. There's no yeah. way ever possible that you're going to be explaining. Whatever you weren't looking for, you had already been prepared for what he was giving you. Point blank, period. I'll yeah. say that. That's what I say about my husband. Lord knows Jesus. That I was not looking for nothing. Uh, nothing, Jesus. But I did pray and say, Lord, when I'm ready for it, bring it to me however you bring it to me. So when people meet my big old teddy bear, they like, girl, he's outside of anything that you've ever dated. You know, friends have said that. My mom has said that, whatever. It used to offend me because I'm like, but you're not dating him. So why the fucking, like, it's offensive when you hear it. But when you listen to it and you take it in, it's more so like, I grew, so my horizons grew. Mm-hmm. If that, you know, if that makes sense. When you're not looking for shit, that's exactly when it comes to you. So I could have dated. I mean, shit, I ain't pat myself on the back. I could date any man I want to date. But I chose somebody who I knew for a fact loved me more than I loved him, number one. That was at the beginning. Number two, if anything ever happens to me, I know that he not going to leave me. If any, if I'm not, not by my bedside, he not finna find old girl that keeps telling him that he fine or whatever. And I'm so attracted to my husband. Don't get it fucked up. But you're not finna leave me for the next thing that's moving because, oh, your body look good or, oh, this look good. I need your spirit to match what you giving out. So it, it takes a lot. That's why I said the strongest thing about a black man is his mind. Not how he look. Not, not what he, that now, I mean, that, that eggplant is a, is a caveat. <laughs> and I'm saying, I'm so, but uh, stigma of what black men have to offer. So it's more so, not so much about what's in their pants, but what's in their mind too, because they dicks can go limp. <laughs> and that nigga can't have no conversation you. want to do an episode you. on that? We can. We can. We can. We can. Please, can I be on that episode? We can do an episode about that. You want to talk about non-swimmers? Oh. Yeah. 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 We can talk about that. Uh. So that's all. That's really all I got, y'all. We um. I think tonight was good. I really think tonight was good. Um. I appreciate you guys from the bottom of my heart for. <laughs> taking this time with me um, and doing this with me, this, I guess, quote unquote, series. Shan, what would you call it? Because we did one and we did another. It's not like a part two. Well, it is. Part two of a series. It is actually going to be a series because the guy said after they listened to us, they want Mm -hmm. us to collaborate with them. Okay, so part three. (laughs) What's going on? They they want to collaborate and talk about it um, all together. I so think I it's, like, good, it's, it's good lady feed, feedback. 
And I think we both need feedback. Men need feedback. Women need Women feedback. Need that's feedback. how you get better. Definitely. Um, so that's good. So I always end with the consensus. The support of a black man is is it non-existent or do we just think that it could be more on our side? It could be more on both sides. Okay. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, with that being said, is there anything, anything, anything that as of right now at 11.04, before I let you guys go, is there anything that you feel that a black man can do for you at this very moment? Better himself. Mm. Say that again. She said bettering himself. Okay. What y'all got? They owning their flaws. Owning their flaws and doing what they need to do to move forward in life and be more open with the person that they're talking to. Because a lot of men have so much stuff and baggage that they kind of brush under the rug and think this shit, they're just supposed to get over it. They don't kind of take charge. So I would just say try to own your flaws and figure out what you need to do. So whatever comes in the future, whether it's with love, relationship, talking to somebody, you don't carry your shit to the next situation. Mm. Okay. Mm. I agree with that. Okay. I would say just be more open. Be very much so. Uh, you say better in themselves. Yeah. Be more open. Al- allow somebody. Be to more open to come love. In. I was going to say, allow somebody to love you mm. properly. Um, yeah, that's that's yeah, unconditionally. That's that, yeah. I think that all goes together. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm, I was going to say, because uh, you said be more vulnerable. Uh, Shan said, uh, you said be more honest. And Shan said better in themselves. So allowing people, allow women to love you with your flaws at all. Accept, accept what you cannot control and move forward. Uh, and the, with the best thing anybody can do, even you, Miss Twenty, is um, talk to talk to people and date people that's equally passionate or equally engulfed in their investing in themselves. Because you're not have, you're not gonna worry about why you didn't call me. You're not gonna worry about um, you don't do this. You're not gonna if y'all equally busy and y'all equally making time for each other, y'all equally going to be appreciated. And I think people spend too much time talking to somebody that's here with what they need to do for themselves instead of being here. So, yeah. That's why I, that's why I haven't dated. <laughs> uh, uh, keep, keep it like that. Yes. So, ladies, um, like I said, I thank you guys so much. I thank you guys for being a part of this particular show. This is my first ladies' night show. Ooh. Um, and I appreciate you guys. I love y'all from the bottom of my soul. Um, I am going to allow you guys to plug one more time, and then we'll get up out of here. So come on, Shan. 
Um, you can find me at She Gets It Pod. You can hashtag it Cozy Womb Podcast, which is more parenting stuff. Um, and then so what page be on bit if you're interested in figuring out things in books and just you know having a friend mashup and who is shan.com for everything. Okay. She's just multifaceted. I love it. <laughs> Come on, T. You can check me out on Miss T with the topics on Instagram. Also, this ain't no podcast on Instagram is the main page for the sports and culture side. The other this ain't no podcast page is for lovers only underscore T A N P, and that is the sex, love, and relationship portion that I myself host with all the ladies night and phenomenal men and women portions you can listen and send us messages about questions or topic you'd like to bring up on there okay um well you know this is Kenya. i don't really have any (laughs) (laughs) but you know go subscribe (laughs) to the brown sugar spot (laughs) on apple podcast and spotify spotify (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay Kaya come on and give us this natural hair What's oh yeah page? Uh, it's on Instagram it's curls x Kaya K-I-Y-A-H um, it's new so um, yeah the following will be greatly appreciated um, I'm trying to just you know I guess inspire one natural haired child <laughs> as much as I can thank you I have two of them mm-hmm. oh yeah follow me Follow you. All right. Then you got anything, my love? Nope. Nope. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) I ain't got shit. Nope. Okay. So, y'all, that is a wrap. Um, Like I said, huh? Go ahead. No, I was saying, do you got to hit stop on the record? I do. I got to close out the show. Damn. That's clearly gonna be edited. Shit. <laughs> 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 hey, hush. She's so sick. Um, if I you think- hit on that, or you recording like the audio too, the two different shots, but just this one. That's what I was thinking. Uh, uh-uh, no. When I hit stop, it'll. When I hit stop, it'll stop. And if y'all want to keep talking, then we'll keep talking. But it, it'll stop when I start recording. I'm about to do this outro. Thank you. Are we ready now? Okay. Okay. So, uh, you guys, like I said, that is the end of our show. Of course, it's your girl, Melanie Rose on the Brown Sugar Spot. And I'm so glad that you guys decided to join us this evening for this wonderful topic. Um, if you are not following us, follow us on the Brown Sugar Spot at T-H-A-B-R-O-W-N-S-U-G-A spot. Don't put in T-H-E. Don't put in S-U-G-A-R because you might get somebody, but it's never going to be as good as the original baby. As always, you tell a cutie to tell a cutie to catch this wave. Love on a black girl this week. Kiss her on her forehead. Love on a black man. Tell him he's important because the world has not. I love you guys. We will see y'all sooner than later. Kisses, y'all. Thank you. About this girl, maybe I should. I met her in Philly, and her name was Brown. See, we be making love constantly. That's why my eyes are a shade. Blood burgundy, 
The way that we kiss is unlike any other way that I be kissing when I'm kissing. What I'm missing, won't you listen? Brown sugar, babe. I guess high off your love, I don't know how to be. Brown sugar. 